Okay. You know, I'll tell you the truth. One of the, uh, I, I never like going away for Shabbos, but like, you know, since we started this year, this is now one of the main reasons why I don't like going away for Shabbos to miss the to miss this uh, this year this chabur that we have in the Kuz Moran. Bechlal, it's hard to keep a hemshech if it's only once a week, and then especially if it's uh, if there's a break in a week. So let, let, let's again, what, what you know, as the Yishim will go on, we're developing a shtickle style, I guess. But so what we've what we're doing until now, which I guess we'll have to continue, is that each time I sort of reintroduce with a little bit more. Uh, explanation. So let's let's get back into the piece in the Kutmaran Torah base over here. To chazer over some of the Yisraelis that we've had until now, and maybe with uh, a little Tosefus beer, if possible. All right, so Rabbi Nachman, again, just uh, very, very quickly, and call you a stick. Well, we've seen that the Yisraelis of this Torah is to establish and to be poil the Indian that the shlav, the, 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 you know, the aspect of Gula, the, the period of Gula, the job of Gula, which is Mashiach ben Yosef Dik, should be done by Mashiach ben Yosef, but with the means of Mashiach ben David. So in other words, again, very, very quickly, what we've seen is, is that Gula is in two parts. Gula is, is number one with Mashiach ben Yosef, which is about Muhammad, which is about war. Again, whether it be physical war or on a, on a deeper level, spiritually means, you know, uh, uh, fighting against uh, evil and Sheker and trying to uh, realign the world with truth. Which, which is uh, something by its very nature that's more midas adin. It's forcing, it's you know, identifying uh, something that's wrong and chopping it down and realigning everything with the truth, which can be difficult and traumatic. Like we gave a muscle of a person, let's say, uh, you know, if a person's, you know, uh, uh, if there's a broken limb or something. So one way to do it is just to, you know, snap, uh, snap it back into place, which is, which is not so easy, not so, uh, not so pleasant. <laughs> so that's Mashiach ben Yosef. And then you have Mashiach ben David. Mashiach ben David is already Basham Oilam. Mashiach ben David means already Menucha, means after all Muhammad's are over. It means Emes. Mashiach ben Yosef brings us to Emes. Mashiach ben David is already Emes Lamita. And, and uh, it's that place that's um, that's Kuli Menucha, Kuli Dvekis, Kuli Hava, Kuli just experiencing Elokos that's out there without grappling with anything that's in the way of Elokos. That's Mashiach ben Yosef, Mashiach ben David. And we saw that this Torah over here is, is, is revealing to us that there's a Mahalach, that Mashiach ben Yosef should be able to repoil his Indian of removing Shekhar from the world and bringing the world to Emes, Davka through the way of Mashiach ben David, which is Tefillah. So we should be able to fight the wars of, of Hashem through Tefillah. Tefillah by its very nature, by its very essence, is more menuchdik, more passive, and Hafalpit more feminine, like we spoke about also at Teresayasai, but with with that femininity of Tfila, to be able to be poil something and to do a masculine Indian, which is conquering the world for, for truth and for Hashem, but to do it with a feminine means, which is called Tfila. That's what uh, that's what this tie really has been about. And now so and we explained there was a number of, of Yisaitis that we talked about to describe this. So in other words, what we have right now, therefore, are two different types of tefillah. There's a tefillah which is, which is tefillah in its purest sense, which is in its purest uh, femininity, uh, female sense, which is pure Mashiach ben David. And then there's a tefillah which, although it's feminine because it's tefillah and it's and it's by its very, by its very nature more 
menuchadik and more shalomdik, more passive, but it's being piled something. It's Mashiach ben Yosef dekatfila. And we explained that Mashiach ben, that one of the, the differences in halacha between a tfila of Mashiach ben David and a tfila that's being used by Mashiach ben Yosef to fight the words of Hashem was that the tfilas of Mashiach ben David were, is defined in, in the Rambam as, as uh, Shavach, Bakasha, and Haida, one of three parts. Where the main, that's, that's Shavach, Bakasha, and Haida, that's the tfilah of Mashiach ben David. And over there, the Bakasha, we don't end with Bakasha because the Tachlis is not really trying to change anything per se. The Tachlis is really just trying to have Vedvekas with Hashem. Shavach and Haida, that's really the Iker. You have Bakashas in the middle just to make it more personal and to, and to sort of be more honest and open with yourself. Like I was just schmoozing with someone, in fact, that very often part of tefillah, when we make our requests, sometimes it's not so much about the request being answered, but since tefillah, especially Mashiach ben David, tefillah has to be an experience of Dvekas with Hashem. So just like you have, in order for there to be an attachment, there has to be Hashem, there has to be a you. How do you make sure that you're fully engaged in the experience? By being open and honest with every part of you. So if a person has certain requests in life and you don't bring that to the conversation, that means you're not really being authentic. So therefore the tachlis very often in the tefillah of Mashiach ben David is not so much getting the requests answered. It's that if I don't mention what's bothering me, then I'm not being honest with myself. And therefore, I'm not fully being engaged in this experience of Vegas. So therefore, it's not so much about the Bakasha, but the Bakasha is there to ensure that I'm being fully engaged in the experience. And Because if I didn't mention what's on my mind, then I, I would be fooling myself and, and not being fully present in this moment of Vegas. But the Iker is not so much the, the request being fulfilled. So Chevach and it's Haidah, it's Bakashas in the middle. That's why we mentioned, I mentioned from the Ishvitzer that, uh, that this type of tefillah, which is Mashiach ben David, which is again, Shavach, Bakasha, and Haidah, where the Bakasha is not essential, it's not the main point really. So that's the type of tefillah where, uh, where we don't, we're not, we're not Akshanim, we're not, uh, we're not, uh, we, we're not, we don't go with the Rabbanishim with Akshanis and saying like, I'm not taking no for an answer. Not like Chayni Hamagal, you know, who says, I'm not going to leave this circle unless, my answer, unless the answer is yes. Like in the language, Rabbi Nachman has a Torah about this, where he says that the tefillah of Mashiach ben David is in this way of, if the answer is yes, they're good. If the answer is no, no. This is the, and that's, and, and we saw, and we, we, I explained also from Israel, sir, this is the type of tefillah that we verbalize. We verbalize a tefillah of, like, if the answer is yes, good. If not, not. But that's not the main thing. That's the tefillah of Mashiach ben David, Shavach, Bakash, and Haida. And then you have the tefillah of Mashiach ben Yosef, again, a tefillah that's, it's very ne- definition, more feminine, but is being used as a way of conquering and accomplishing and bringing MS and realigning one's life with the way, at least the, as the person imagines it, the way it's supposed to be. And that, the, that, like Rabbi Nachman said, based on the Gemara as well, that that's called a tefillah, which is primarily of two parts, Shavach and Bakasha. And Bakasha is how it ends. And Bakasha is the Tachlis. Bakasha is, and that, this is a type of tefillah, which the Yishbitzer we described as a tefillah of Akshan. It's a tefillah that you don't accept no as an answer because the very nature of this tefillah is to get your request answered. And so, the Rechagav, we mentioned from the Ishbitzer, that really both of these tefillahs we can do constantly. That's what we say, Yularatzin and Rifi, right? Remember, Yularatzin and Rifi, Vehagin Libi Lufanecha, that let my, the thoughts of my mind and the words of my mouth should be Yularatzin. What's the chilek? So, as we saw from the Ishbitzer, that what you should be saying is the tefillah of Mashiach ben David, of if yes, yes, if not, not. The ikr is not the bakashas. And, and understand, based on what we're learning right now, that's not giving up. 
That's not saying, okay, if not, not like, forget it, the tefillah was wasted, I'm not going to push it. No, no, no. That means because the nature of the tefillah of Mashiach ben David, which is a tefillah that we verbalize daily, is a tefillah that the ikir in the bakashas, it was never about the bakashas really being answered. It was about using, it was about making sure that I'm being vulnerable and honest and open in this experience with Vegas by verbalizing what's bothering me. But that's not the, the point. Is just to be just to be present and not to. That there shouldn't be a part of me that's uh, that's. You know, I have to be honest with myself in terms of what I need and what I want. But the Iker Inyan was just the experience of Vekas itself. Those are the words that you say. So if the answer, is, the answer is yes, then good. If not, not. But it was never about that to begin with. The thoughts of my mind, the thoughts of my mind are Akshanas. My mind is, is saying, Bashom and I don't want the answer to be no. That's called Davening and Mashiach ben Yosef, where it's, bak, where it's uh, Shevach and Bakasha. And the Iker is the Bakasha to realign the world through your tefillah, which means to find the words of Hashem, so to speak, b'derech rachemim, b'derech tefillah. And that's why we explained also why this is related to the dibur, what you say, like the Ishmael said, that what you say is Mashiach ben David, and what you think is Mashiach ben Yosef. That's why we spoke about this last time as well, that, uh, that Yosef HaTzadik is connected to, to thinking, to thought. The world of thought is connected to Yosef HaTzadik, <clears throat> Like we saw from the from the Ragged Shavar, the Yeshua Tzadik is the Bechin of a Kayin. Kayin is the world of Machshavar, the world of thought. <coughs> Yeshua Tzadik is described as Ben Zakunim, Bar Chakim, the one that understands, the one that has wisdom. Whereas Davin Melach, you know, Davin Melach, uh, you know, is more connected to the world of Dibur, which is Malchus, Malchus Pet, Tarsh Bal Law, and so on. That's what we spoke about as well. So that's what we have this basic this basic thing. Now, what we also mentioned again, I'm just sort of. I think it's important to do just the chazar to get back into things. What we mentioned also is, okay, so what, what does that mean? What does it mean that tefillah is realigning the world? And b'derech rachman, b'derech in a away. So we understand that it's going to be comprised of two parts, shavach and bakasha, but how is, how is, like what does that look like? What does that mean? What are the mechanics of a tefillah that's realigning the world or realigning my life and, and, and making sure everything is, 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 is good and right and, 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 and perfect and fixing things in a way that's b'derech rachman. So this is, what we, this is what we explained and that's what's hinted to in this piece as well is that the Yisad Adover is is that, there's, there, that whenever you're dealing with something that is broken that you want to fix there's always two approaches. There's the direct approach which is it's broken I'm going to snap it back into place which is very traumatic or there's a more derech harucha a long, short way, which is to take a step back and I'm going to, behind the scenes, so to speak, rebuild the entire infrastructure to then, and it's a long mahalak to do that, to, but to eventually when everything is, is realigned in its root, in its root, then it'll emerge healthfully. So this is one thing. Either you're dealing with the branches, you're dealing with reality on the ground, boots on the ground, and then you're trying to fix things down here, which comes with mulchama and difficulty, or you're ignoring what's going on somewhat on the ground. You're trying to rebuild the infrastructure in its root. You're trying to reestablish, just start from the very beginning, mamish bereshis, and rebuild everything from the beginning. And memela, the, the new reality that you've been working on behind the scenes will then emerge healthfully and well. And the, the old reality, which has been broken, will just fall to the wayside. That's called the derech harucha. That's called the long way. It's a longer mahalach, but it's more, it's more, 
It's more pleasant. It's more pleasant. So we explained that that's what the tefillah of Meshach ben Yosef looks like. It means that instead of fixing the problems as they are down here, what you're really trying to do is to rebuild everything from the very beginning. What does that mean? What does that look like? So we explained that there's a number of ways how this can, how you can do this. On the most sophisticated level, as we said, this is with kavanas. Because again, what are, like we've been saying many times, that the, 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 we said this already in the first piece, that the basic, the, the, the fundamental ingredients and building blocks of creation itself is uh, Torah. And Torah in its essence are Shemus HaKadosh Hashem's names. So what does it mean to rebuild using tefillah as sort of the, the womb, right? Tefillah can be seen as sort of like the, 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 the you know, the manufacturing plant, you know, within which a new world is created, which will then emerge, that Mamela, everything will be good in this new world. So that, <coughs> the, ingre- the building blocks that you use to create a new reality in this, in this plant, in this uh, womb that's called Tefillah, the building blocks are Tyra, and in its most, uh, you know, purest form, Shema Saktoshim. So what does it mean to Dawud Kavanas? It means that every single word of tefillah is really manipulating and reconfiguring Shemus Saktoshim in a way that will result in a beautiful new world that doesn't have the problem from the beginning. And that's what, that's what Dawud Kavanas means. We explain that's a very sophisticated thing. One, you know, to bring them more down to earth, we said another mahalach, it's similar, but it's just a little bit more down to earth, is what Nachman often recommends, which is, which is, which is, which is davening, using your Torah to daven, turning your Torahs into tefillahs. In other words, whatever it is that you're learning, again, like, it's a similar idea. What, again, what are the basic building blocks that creation, that the world is created with? Torah. So we, when, when it's with kavanas, so it's like mamish, like Torah in its purest form. When you're not holding by kavanas, then you use Torah and it's not purest form, but it's still Torah nonetheless. So every time that you're learning something and you say, Rabbanu Shalom, I'm learning the halachas of, uh, of muksach, and I say, Rabbanu Shalom, there's so many things in my life that I come in contact with that I shouldn't come in contact with. Rabbanu Shalom, in the schus of my learning, hilchas muksa, I should be zeicha not to... Not to you know touch and you know, not to engage with anything I'm not supposed to engage with whatever it is. So what you just did is that you took Tyra, which are the basic building blocks of creation itself, and you took those ingredients and you put it in the womb in the manufacturing plant, you know that's called tefillah, and you just without realizing it you just created for yourself an entirely new world in which you don't come in contact with things that you're not supposed to come in contact with, and when that emerges out in the open it will replace. Your old reality, where you're constantly touching moksa, with a new reality where you don't. You understand? So this is what it means, that you're taking the, ty- the ingredients of Tyra, which are the building blocks of the world, and you're creating a new world, fixing the problem, from the, from, but, but not, direct, but not uh, through direct contact with the problem, by, by rebuilding the whole thing. So that's called, that's called accomplishing the mission of Meshach ben Yosef in a feminine way, in a passive way, through tefillah. Through tefillah. That's what we said, uh, that's what we saw. Now, in this, in, 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 what we're going to see now is that in this Torah, Rabbi Nachman, it's interesting. Rabbi Nachman, for the, basically for, for almost the rest of the Torah, really is giving us more, I can't say the word secondary, but more uh, somewhat uh, secondary eights and different um, things to work on to help this tefillah 
accomplish what it's supposed to accomplish. So again, the actual nature of the tefillah itself is like what we said with kavanis, or turning your tiris into tefillahs, having these two components of shevach and then bakasha and so on and so forth, like we've been talking about. But there are, some, there are certain al- added elements that Rav Nachmet says are also important to be mechazek in order to make sure this tefillah is working properly. And the first thing that we saw, we already saw this last time, is that in order for the tefillah, for Meshech ben Yosef, for the for the for for Mashiach ben Yosef to accomplish what he has to accomplish through tefillah, then the person should be mechazik himself in the name of Shmir Sabris. Why is Shmir Sabris so important over here? So that's, again, that was the thing we saw uh, in the end of Peace Bays. That the reason why Shmir Sabris is born for two, two uh, first of all, obviously we're talking about trying, we're talking about davening. That's 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 being uh, that's trying to accomplish what Mashiach ben Yosef accomplishes. No, Mashiach ben Yosef is connected to Shmir Sabris. So it goes without saying that the more a person is mechazik in Shmir Sabris, the more automatically this avoid of tefillah, which is trying to do what Mashiach ben Yosef does, is going to be more matzliach because you're you're embracing and you're and you're uh, upholding the world of Mashiach ben Yosef through Shmir Sabris. And deeper than that, we explained as well. Again, I'm sorry about all the hakdamas, but I just feel like it's good to to get the flow back. So the, 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 and, and the other reason why it's so important with Shmir Sabris, the deeper reason, is because the entire Indian that we're talking about is about recreating a world. We're, we're talking about re- taking the building blocks in a womb, right? The tefillah is like a womb, and the ingredients, the building blocks for the new baby, for the new creation, are the words of Torah and so on. And that's what's going on over here. Instead of Mashiach Yosef directly, you know, uh, facing the, the difficulty head on and, 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 you know, popping it back in its socket, what Mashiach ben Yosef is doing now is recreating a new baby that, the, that, that there's no dislocation from the beginning. And whenever you're dealing with creating life, creating a baby, so that's connected with, with Kedusha Sabris. So the avoid of Kedusha Sabris is going to be extremely important. That's, that's basically what we had until now. Now to go weiter. Now we're up to Ice Gimel. Okay. Now the next, the next little, I shouldn't say little, the next, the next Nakuda, the next piece of the puzzle that Ibn Achman is going to introduce us to of avoidance that we can do, just like Shmir Sabris was an avoidance sort of on the outside, like it's a secondary avoidance to make sure that the tefillah of Mashiach ben, ben, ben Yosef is a tefillah that's healthy and well. Again, by being Shaymar Habris. So Ibn Achman now gives us other, again, secondary eights. And the Yusayr HaDavar is as follows. If you... Here. If you, if you were to... I'm sure all of you, you've seen like, you know, uh, like a chart of like this, the spheres. We're not going into what this means, but, you know, like, you know, Chesed is on the right, Kavur is on the left, Ferris in the middle, right? Natsach on the right, Hayin on the left, Yusayr in the middle. Uh, so, what you, when, you, when you have the, you can imagine like a visual of the, of the spheres like that, there are three columns. There are, there are Midas on the, on the right, like Chesed and Netzach, right? And then you have Midas on the, on the left, Gevura and, uh, and Haid, and then Midas in the middle, Teferis and Yusayr. The nature of middle is always connected to Mashiach ben Yosef. Mashiach ben Yosef is deeply connected to that Indian that's called middle. Why is that? On a very simple level. What's Mashiach ben Yosef about? Mashiach ben Yosef means emes. Mashiach ben Yosef means exact. It means I'm not playing games. No shtick. Emes. Fighting the wars of Hashem means getting rid of Shekhar and finding the truth. Truth is always in the middle. Truth is never in the extreme. Truth is always in the middle. That middle quality means, means stability. It means truth. It means emes. Torah is the derech yishara, shir by Adam. Torah is that is 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 
is the middle path, the Derech Hashem, like the Rambam writes in Hilchas Days, the Derech Hashem is the path that's in the middle. So middle is always associated with, 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 with Mashiach ben Yosef. That's why the, the last of the Midas that are in the middle is Yisai. So what we're going to now see is a very interesting thing. What Rabbi Nachman is now going to tell us is, is that in order to make sure that in your life you are entering into davening, but you have to be Mashiach ben Yosef. In other words, you, we want, in order for this tefillah to work, in order for Mashiach ben Yosef to be piled through davening, it means that you're about to daven, but you have to embody the quality of Mashiach ben Yosef. And then when you daven as that, that's called Mashiach ben Yosef, doing his thing through tefillah. So what does it mean to be a Mashiach ben Yosef to a person? So we saw until now, one Eitzah was, Mashiach ben Yosef is a Shemar Bris. So if you're a Shemar Bris, it means that you're embodying that role of Mashiach ben Yosef. And then when you daven, that means that you're accomplishing Mashiach ben Yosef's Avaidah through davening. But now Rabbi Nachman is going to take it a step further that it's much deeper than just that particular aspect of Shemir Sefer It means embodying and, and living up to the demands of everything in the middle. All those midas that are sent, that are in the middle column, to Ferris and Yisaid, or even higher than that, Das, Das to Ferris Yisaid. All those qualities are in the middle. Those are those are those are Mashiach ben Yosef qualities. And the more we can live up and embody those qualities, the more that then you engage in tefillah, you are now a Mashiach ben Yosef personality engaging in tefillah. This is why, by the way, if, again, when you imagine the spheres, so you have Chachm on the right, Bina on the left, Das in the middle. Chesed on the right, Gevurah on the left, Teferis in the middle. Natsach on the right, Hayd on the left, Yisait in the middle. So you have all the middles are what? Das, Teferis, Yisait, right? Das, Teferis, are in the middle, Madregas. And then underneath all of that is Malchus. Malchus is Meshech ben David himself. Malchus is Meshech ben David. That's Malchus. That's, that's the meat of Malchus. And so the idea is, is that you go into davening. The idea is that you're going to daven. You're going to use the tools of Meshech ben David, which is called davening. But who are you? When you are approaching davening, you are embodying the world of Mashiach ben Yosef. And then when you, as a Mashiach ben Yosef, try to accomplish what you're supposed to accomplish in, in, in bringing Emes into the world, through tefillah, that's called Mashiach ben David. That, that's, that's called Mashiach ben Yosef uh, fighting the words of Hashem through tefillah. You understand what's going on over here? You have this? Okay. So this is what we're going to see in a second. Now, by the way, I, I hate, you know, it, one of the one of the qualities of Lakut Moran, I don't know if maybe this is, I'm sure it's true of this form of other people too. One of the things that I've noticed when I learn Lakut Moran, it's going to sound a little bit funny, but it's like there's a certain electricity. May it's hard to describe it, but like you know, whenever you learn a sefer, so you, you know you learn an idea, you sit back and you contemplate about it, and you could come up with new ideas and you could be creative. With Lakut Moran, it's, it's like on steroids. There's something about just opening the sefer. It gets the so, I, so that's why it's a little bit, I, I want to be able to cover more ground, but you know, ideas come to me I want to share with you. So this, what we just described right now, this sewer that we just described, that in order, for, that a tefillah of Mashiach ben Yosef, Mashiach ben Yosef davening, Mashiach ben Yosef davening and accomplishing what he has to accomplish through tefillah, again, what, is that, what does that look like? It means a person embracing and embodying all the meters of the middle, das, teferis, and yisayid, and then, as that's who you are, then you enter into Malchus, then you enter into Davening. This is deeply rooted and deeply connected to a Gemara Brachas. I rather was just talking about this on Wednesday night, I think it was in the Yaakov Shir. The Gemara says in Brachas, Daladim and Beis. It's, uh, okay. You, Michael, you'll indulge me a little bit, it's okay? Okay. So, yeah, okay, fine. We'll, do, we'll see what I can do over here. So the Gemara says in Brachas, it's Machlaikis. The Gemara says, we know everyone, there's such an idea of being Masmich Gula Tfila. Rabbi Yechanan says, Ezebun Elam Haba, 
The Gemara says in, in, in Brachis that there's a machlekes between Rabbi Yechanan and Rishub and Levi. What davening, what's the tzur of davening throughout the day? Says Rabbi Yechanan, the tzur of davening by Shachris and Mayerv is Kriyashma, Gol Yisrael, Geula, straight into Shemun Esrei. Gol Yisrael into Shemun Esrei. That's by Shachris, and that's also by Mayerv. The Gemara says we say Hashkivenu, Hashkivenu is Gula Richta. But the Indian is we have to go from Gol Yisrael into Shemun Esrei, if we masmech Gula Tvila. That's Rabbi Yechanan. Rishubin Levi says, no, 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 Tfilas Be'emsa Tiknam. Tfilas were established to be in the middle. Tfilas Be'emsa Tiknam, they're in the middle. There's meaning, in other words, by Shachris, it's Shema into Shemana Esrei, and Mayrev, it's Shemana Esrei, and then Shema. So all the Shemana Esrei throughout the day are sandwiched between the Kriyashim in the morning before Shachris, before Shachris is Shemana Esrei, and the Shema, which comes after the Shemana Esrei of Mayrev. Tfilas Be'emsa Tiknam. How do we paskin? So it's very interesting. We bake our paskin like Rabbi Echnan. That's why our Mayrv is Gol Yisrael, Ashkivenu Shema, and then Shman Esrei. But the truth is, the Rishonim point out an interesting thing. Rashi, in the beginning of Masechus Brachas, Esakasha, Rashi says that people daven Mayrv early, the minig, by the Rishonim, by Chazal already, the times of the Rishonim, the minig was daven Mayrv early, before this man of Kriyashma. So what about Kriya? How you get to Kriyashma? So it says Rashi Anachanami, we're not yet to Kriyashma before Mayerv, you're yet to Kriyashma after Mayerv when you say Kriyashma Lamita. That's Rashi. Ask Taisvis. Taisvis, one of the kashas, Taisvis has a bunch of kashas. One of the kashas is, but that's not like Rabbi Yechanan. It means you're telling me, that when you say Kriyashma before Mayerv, you're not being yet to Kriyashma then. When are you being yet to Kriyashma? After Shemana Esrei, later in the night, when you say Kriyashma Lamita. So that means, it says Taisvis, that fits more the model of Rabbi Shubham Levi. That the tefillas are sandwiched between the kriyashmas of the morning kriyashma and night, but we pass them like Rabbi Yechonah. So that's one of the kashas of Taisvis. So the Rajba, most of the most of the Rishonim, the Sradish Rishonim, they try to back up Rashi. Their answer is, and Chanami, you're right. We should pass them like Rabbi Yechonah, but what's Kenetan? The Lysa people can't daven so late because it's just impractical to get to shul that late at night. It was dark already. You know what I'm saying? There's no street lights. There's no cars. Traveling was difficult to get to shul when it's already dark. So we have no choice. People have to have Marev early. I it doesn't fit with Rabbi Yechonin so much. Okay, it is what it is. So to a certain degree, we pass like Rabbi Shimon What comes out from Rashi is a pel de gazach. So who do we pass like Rabbi Yechonin or Shimon Levi? Like a shtick of both, right? On the one hand, the tzur of Marev is like Rabbi Yechonin said it, which is gol yisrael, mas megulot vila, gol yisrael, and tishman Abelamaisa, from the vantage point of Kriyishma, the Ikr Mitzvah of Kriyishma, Tysus points out we're going like Rabbi Shulman Levi, which is uh, that the Shema Nesri comes before Kriyishma. Which one is it? Okay, so it's like a little bit Nishtah and Nishtah. That's Tysus Kash and Rashi. But in Pneumius, it's Mamish. What's the Indian of the Mas? The Indian of the Mas Mergul Tfilah of Rabbi Yechanan and the Indian of Tfilah Be'em Satiknam of Rabbi Shulman Levi is the same Yisai. The fundamental principle is that Mashiach Ben Yosef that Mashiach ben Yosef should be the one that, that is davening. That the davening should be, that the, the, what, what, what Mashiach ben Yosef, the Muhammad that Mashiach ben Yosef should fight, should be in a way of davening. This is something that you see coming out both in Rabbi Yechanan and Rabbi Shemalevi. What does it mean to be Masmech Gula Tfil? To be Masmech Gula Tfil, what's Golis? Gula means Mashiach ben Yosef. Gula means Meshech ben Yosef. Tefillah means Meshech ben David. Tefillah means means that I'm, enter in, I'm, I'm going into davening as a Meshech ben Yosef. That's what it means to be Masmech Gula Tefillah. It means at first I'm saying Gol Yisrael and I'm establishing myself 
as a Mashiach ben Yosef personality. Why is Gal Yisrael Mashiach ben Yosef personality? So there's many different levels I can explain this with, but on a very simple level, Gal Yisrael is about Yitzis Mitzrayim. Who, what is he, who, who was Yitzis Mitzrayim revolving around? Yosef Tzadik. When Yosef is forgotten, that's when the Golis begins. When Yosef is remembered, the Gula begins. The whole line of Gol Yisrael is embracing, is embodying the world of Mashiach ben Yosef. For, as a Mashiach ben Yosef, your masmich gula letfila. Then you go into davening. In other words, what Rabbi Yechon is trying to be poyol is that was the same thing as Rabbi, as Rabbi Nachman over here. Is that what? Is that the tefila shouldn't be detached? From, there shouldn't be this 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 separation between Mashiach ben Yosef and Mashiach ben David. Kilo Gal Yisrael is Mashiach ben Yosef, and then okay, then I take off the clothes of Mashiach ben Yosef, and now I'm cooling Mashiach ben David. I'm davening. Such a thing will result in gula b'midas hadin. That's called then Mashiach ben Yosef is going to be doing mulchamis. In a difficult way, we want the same person of Gol Yisrael to be davening. We want Mashiach ben Yosef to be doing his thing through davening. That's Masmech Gula Comes Rabbi Shimon Levi. Rabbi Shimon Levi is fundamentally agreeing with that. Rabbi Shimon Levi is just just expressing that in a little bit of a different way by saying that tefillas are beemsa tiknum. What does it mean beemsa? Emsa means the middle kav. It means das to Pharisee side. That's the world of Mashiach ben Yosef. Tfil's be'emsa tiknam is the same you said. Is that what is the tfil? Tfil is the tfil of Mashiach ben Yosef. The person that the tfil's themselves are established in such a way that they are embodying the middle column, which is the world of Mashiach ben Yosef. You understand this? So both masmech gula tfila and tfil's be'emsa tiknam are both fundamentally the same you said, which is that we want uh, the tfilas to be done in a way that Mashiach ben Yosef should be the one davening. What does it mean to be the one davening? So Rabbi Yechonin says in his way that you move from Gol Yisrael, which is Yosef, straight into Tfil without any separation. Don't give yourself time to be Ois Mashiach ben Yosef. And Rabbi Shimon Levi is saying that even in the Tzura of davening, the davening itself is, is more reflective of Mashiach ben Yosef as Tfil's Be'em Satiknam. The Tfil's are in the middle Kav, which is Mashiach ben Yosef. Therefore, Halach Lamaisa, we kind of do both because they're both the, fundamentally the same Yisrael. So we go like Rabbi Yechanan, and we have Gol Yisrael into Shemones, right? But we also go like Rabbi Shimon Levi, and our Iker Kiyam of Kriya Shema is after Davening. And to a certain degree, it feels Bamsatikna. The answer is it's not a steer at all in Panemius. They're both trying to do the same thing. This is why it's a Pella. When we read the Gemara, Mamish, it's a Pella. The Gemara says that what's the Machlechus from Rabbi Yechanan? I mean, this is Mamish on the side, but you'll be Michael me. The Gemara says, what's the Machlechus from Rabbi Yechanan and Shimon Levi? The Gemara says, Rabbi Yechanan says, Masmechul because Yitzis Mitzrayim at night. Was uh, there was also a Yitzchak Mitzrayim at night? So just like that's when Par gave us permission to leave. So just like by the day, there's a Gal Yisrael into you know Gal Yisrael's Chashiv. So you go into Shmoneh like that. So Ma'ariv also. Then the Gemara says, what's the reason for Bishuv and Levi? Because the Gula at night was not so Chashiv. So therefore, there's no Indian of being Masmech Gula Tefil at night because Gal Yisrael Yitzchak Mitzrayim at night was not so Chashiv. That's the Gemara. Tzapella, fine, but still you're not explaining why Tefil's Be'emsatikna. I understand why, why according to Yishuv Levi is telling us the Yitzhizim, time at night time is not so chashiv, so there's no inning to be mas mechul But why is he reversing the order? Why is he reversing the order? The Gemara then goes on to say, Ibai say makra, that there's, there's another way to explain the machlek is based on psukim. That explains, that, in that interpretation, there's an explanation of why Yishuv Levi, the tefillah sadafka be'emsa. But in the explanation of svara, that it's just a machlek is whether Yitzhizim time of night time is chashiv enough, then I understand. So Rabbi Shumlevi says it wasn't so chashiv, so we don't have to be mas mechgulat tefillah. But why are you reversing the order? Just say, the order should be the same as shachris, but you don't have to be so makbid with be mas mechgulat tefillah. Take a shpatzir in the middle. What's this in a tefillah's b'am 
The answer is, it's because he's, he understands, he's trying to accomplish the same thing as Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan is, is, is again, the Tachlis the, the is that Mashiach ben Yosef should be poil his Indian Barachman. That Mashiach ben Yosef should accomplish a Mashiach ben Yosef Indian through Tefillah. So it means that we want the davening to be a davening that's being davened by Mashiach ben Yosef. How do you do that? So either you go into davening right away from Gol Yisrael. Gol Yisrael is Yisrael, that's Mashiach ben Yosef, and that's how you go into davening. Or the tefillah itself is arranged that it's more conducive to Mashiach ben Yosef quality, which means be'emsa. Just like Midav Yisrael and so on is be'emsa, tefillah is be'emsa teknam. But they're both trying to accomplish the same thing. Says Rabbi Shubham Levi, since the Indian of Gol Yisrael is not so stark at night, so I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to go the other approach, which is feels be'em satikram. <clears throat> All right. That's uh, to be to my little Yetzirah over here. So let's go back. Uh, let's go back inside. So Ois Gimel, again, going back. So the Nachman is telling us, as we're going to see right now in this next little piece of the Torah, that in order to make sure that the davener is a Mashiach ben Yosef personality, the person has to embrace all the midas of the middle. Again, because remember, that's the aside over here. Even though I'm not explaining too much why, but the, the, those midas that are, that are the middle midas, das, teferis, and yusayid, are more, are more aligned with the Mashiach ben Yosef personality. That's what Mashiach ben Yosef is. That, that uh, truth, you know, yikav sahar, that honesty, Yosef Atzalik sees the brothers doing something wrong, he tells his father about it, that quality of one, of MS and not Shekhar at all, of that uh, straight approach, that's Mashiach ben Yosef. And so as long as, the more we can embrace the middle Midas and use the middle Midas as a way to then daven, that's called Mashiach ben Yosef davening and accomplishing what he has to accomplish through tefillah. So what does that mean? So the first of the, the so let's work, let's work bottom up, if you can imagine, just in your own mind, bottom up. What's the last one of the middle Midas? You saw it, right? That's on the right. Hide and left, you saw it in the middle. No, that's what you already said. That's Shemir Sabris. That's Shemir Sabris. So by being Shemir Sabris, that's called, now you are connected to that Midah of the middle. It's called Yisaid. Now let's go one up. What's the next Midah up in the middle column? Next one is Teferis, right? Chesed on the right, Gevur on the left, Teferis in the middle. So that's what we're going to see right now, that the next thing to embrace is the Midah of Teferis. What does that mean? <clears throat> so he says like this. Ice Gimel, Ice Gimel. The person that is given this sword of, again, the task of being a Mashiach ben Yosef, but he wants to accomplish his mission through the way of Tefillah. He has to know how to, how to use the sword properly. He has to make sure that the Tefillah that he's offering up doesn't go to the right or to the left. It stays in the middle. Understand what he's saying? He's saying over here. This is side. They have to be in the middle. You have to be Mashiach ben Yosef in order to make sure that you're davening. It's Mashiach ben Yosef. That it should hit the target, hit the mark, without going too much in the extreme. Again, that's where Rabbi Nachman is introducing this side. That you have to be a Mashiach ben Yosef personality, and then when you daven, that's called Mashiach ben Yosef davening. What does it mean to be Mashiach ben Yosef personality? It means to be in the middle, to embrace the middle midas. What was the one of the middle midas? You saw it. That means that you're a Shemar Bris. That's Aleph. But next, the, uh, the next midah was Teferis. What does it mean, Teferis? V'zayev shaydei b'chinas mishpat. Mishpat, justice. To be someone that's erlich. Erlichkeit. That's also a midah of being in the middle. That's called the, the middle midah. We'll see in a second. That's called Teferis. Teferis means mishpat. To do things erlich. To do things yosher. To be a, an erlich yid. Ki mishpat hu amuda dem si'isa. Mishpat means the middle column. 
These are all the hints that Rabbi Nachman is talking. That's everything we're talking about. It's the middle column. That's Mashiach ben Yosef. That means that you use your weapon to hit the mark, to hit the, you know, direct, you know, uh, you know, bullseye. The Einamat liyamin small, not to go to the right, not to the left. El leemsa to the middle. V'zebechinas yichal kol dvar v'mishvat. That's the meaning of the pasuk that he he give, he he distributes his words b'mishpat. That the words mean davening, but he does it in a way of mishpat. That it's that he's in he, he does it in an erlich way. He's an erlich yid, and as such, his words come out in an erlich way. And this is why Yosef Atzadik, who's again the mid of Yisaid, receives the birthright, which is which is the kaiyach of davening, as we saw before from Yaakov Avinu, who's the next one in the middle. That's called Teferis. That Yaakov says to Yosef, "I have given you." Um, the Bechayr, I've given you the birthright. Anidaika, specifically me, says Yaakov, Shubachinas Mishpat. Yaakov, which is always associated with Teferis, in this context he's translating as Mishpat, Erlachkeit. To be, to be Yosher, to be Yosher, not to be tricky with people, even though again, on the outside, Yaakovina was tricky, but that's the, the irony of it. The Yaakovina's Mida is Erlachkeit, honesty, truthfulness, not to be, not to trick people, not to be too extreme. To go in a way of mishpat to be erlich vizeki choik liyisrolhu bechinas bris. That's the meaning. Ki choik liyisrolhu that the the that choik uh, was given to the Jewish people. What does choik mean? Choik means bris. That means kedushas bris. That means the meat of yisaid. Kamashakas of choik b'she'erai sam. And then next to the, the rest of the pasuk, choik liyisrolhu what? Mishpat l'kei Yaakov. Mishpat l'kei Yaakov. Hainu shetzarach Yosef l'kabel zaysacherev that Yosef has to receive this koyach of davening. And from what? Mibachinus mishpat, from the quality of mishpat. So again, the person is a shayim harbris, that's step one in being a mashiach ben Yosef. But more than that, the person then has to be an erlich yid. The person has to be a mishpatik yid, seeing, acting in a way of mishpat, as we'll see a little bit more details about this soon. That's called embracing not just yisoid, but then you're going one midah up in the ladder of the middle. That's called teferis, that's called mishpat. In order that your words should also... Uh, should also hit the mark and hit the target. This is what it means, that Mishpatech, the Rebbe Hashem is your Mishpat, your Elech Kite, should be given to the king. Okay, uh, a couple more minutes. Now Rebbe Nachman explains. So what does that mean, Mishpat? Again, this is always the balance over here. The nature of Mishpat ben Yosef, which is the middle, is always going to be more oriented towards like, just like sort of attack mode. An Erlich Hayid, so that's Erlich, cannot, you know, very often can't tolerate something that's not Erlich. And that, the problem is that leads, that feeds into the Inyan Mashiach Ben Yosef doing things with Erlich Mohamma. So this is always the, the tactic over here. We want, we want a person to be Mashiach Ben Yosef, but we want him to express his Mashiach Ben Yosef qualities. B'derech Rachemim, B'derech Chesed, B'derech Tefillah, B'derech Passive, B'derech Feminine. So how do you do that? So what's an example, says Rabbi Nachman, an amazing thing. What's an example of a person expressing their mishpat, their erlachkeit, their yashras, but in a way that's not aggressive, in a way that's not midas hadin? So says Rabbi Nachman, mishpat. So what's a way that a person can be zaychet to this quality of mishpat, but make sure that it's being expressed in a way that's compassionate, in a way that's rachamim? to make sure that it's Mashiach ben Yosef, but Mashiach ben, ben Yosef is doing his job in a way of rachamim, not midas hadin, that's through tzedakah. Tzedakah is a way of expressing one's erlachkeit and yashras, 
but in a way that's kind and thoughtful, not harsh. Why? So I'll go very quickly. Through tzedakah, a person embraces, there's a certain, this, this is the Chiddush over here, by the way. We always think of tzedakah as not erlach. In other words, it's a rather beautiful thing. But what's erlach? Mishpat means, this guy has, this guy does, and that's mishpat. And I said, no, 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 no. Tzedakah is mishpat. Tzedakah is mishpat. There's a way of giving tzedakah that actually imba- embraces and expresses your sense of justice but it's expressing your sense of justice in a way of rachamim, in a compassionate way, which is called tzedakah. So he says, Through tzedakah, a person is oichiz, b'midiz ha-mishpat. A person is, is in the way of mishpat. K'may shakasav, tzidkas Hashem asa, u-mishpatav li-Yisrael. Right? U-mishpatav. K'may shakasav, mishpat u-tzedakah b'yakav. Mishpat and tzedakah go hand in hand. Ki tzedakah o'ayday mishpat, tzedakah is justice. Tzedakah is erlech. Tzedakah is... is is that middle middle madrega? K'may shakasav elokim shayfit ze yashpil v'ze yarim. Says Rabbi Nachman, why is tzedakah? In what way is tzedakah considered to be a balance? What is erlach? What's mishpah? Mishpah means a balance. It means the middle. In what way is tzedakah an expression of one balancing reality? Of one bringing reality back to a healthy erlach straight path? Mm-hmm. Is in the following way: This guy has too much money. This guy has too little money. So you make a shidduch and you balance it out. That's, that, that's an act of tzedakah. That it's at, so on the one hand, you're doing something that's b'mishpat. You're balancing something. You're taking something away from one person and you're giving it to the other person in order to balance these things out. But you're doing it in a way of compassion, in a way of malirach. Obviously, we're not talking about taking someone else. You know, we're, not, we're talking about giving tzedakah yourself. You understand? We're not talking about the, you know, you know, forcing uh, other people to do it, I mean, yourself. But that Indian of giving stuck is Zayashbil Vizayarim. Zayashbil Zayarim. One goes down and one goes up. And I was balancing the two. Shemayrish Lazah, Umash Lazah. You take money from one person and you give money to the other person. So now the scales are now even. That's called the middle. That's called bringing it to the middle. Well, giving stuck means that you're lowering. You're lowering one person. Literally, you take, you know, you're, you're de- depleting the person's money, obviously to a certain degree. On the other hand, you're raising another person up. Now Rabbi Nachman says, practically, this is the eighth. I'm sorry, it's already, we have to have a shachas ready. This is it. That's why there's an Indian of giving stucco before davening. That's what Rabbi Nachman's doing. By giving stucco before davening, this is an Indian of making sure that you are a Mashiach ben Yosef personality, but it's a Mashiach ben Yosef Indian in a way of Rachamim, and that's how you go into davening, and that's called Gulbrachim, that's Mashiach ben Yosef being piled through Tefillah, through Midas Rachamim, and that's Gulbrachim, we should like to see it with our own eyes. Regardless, the Vias Galtzadik Rachamim, Harry Menu, Amen.